0: Riverdale After Dark, a podcast about the CW's Riverdale that is wondering if you'd like to go to prom with it. I'm Alex. Oh, nighttime is prom
2: time, because prom during the day is just a regular birthday party. I'm Justin.
0: I'm Pete. And you are listening to Riverdale After Dark. We're gonna be talking about Riverdale chapter 55, Prom Night, the third episode from the end of season three. Three, 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 Ooh. let's go for it. (laughs) That's what I always say. That is what you always say. Yeah, you know my catchphrase. Uh, So, yeah, big prom episode, lots of other stuff going on in this episode that I'm sure we'll talk about in a moment. Almost more
2: other stuff than prom.
0: Yeah, uh, I'll be honest with you. I'll say up top, I wish there was more prom. I I like a good prom episode. Of
3: course you want that.
0: Uh, Yes, of course I want
3: that. That's why I said it. Yeah. Wait, what do you mean? Did you want less prom? I wanted less prom. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Why? There's you... so much stuff going on in Riverdale. There's no time for a goddamn prom. Oh, my a God. A prom is
2: like a holiday. Guys, there
3: is murderers on the loose. You don't have a prom in the middle of that. I want sweet, swooch kisses. Yeah, you got to have kisses.
2: Kisses sweet, are the only thing. Kisses. Listen, the life is on a scale of murder to kisses, and <laughs> you got to choose what you want.
0: Yeah, choose your side. Murder to kisses. That is how well, I live yeah, my I, life. I will say. I will I'm say... starting a
2: farm based on that philosophy, <laughs> and I wish you guys would join, join
0: I'm me. never
3: going to I will say, as.
0: I mean, I like the episode overall. I thought there was a great stuff about it. I think I wanted more prom because I always love a good slow dance. I wanted to see people actually crown. <laughs>
2: All right, now I'm on Pete's side. You're <laughs> yeah. getting a little too. <laughs> I love a good slow dance.
3: <laughs> I, want, you know. I want to watch the kids slow dance. <laughs>
0: hey, come on. Oh. A good prom episode is so much fun to watch. Be, yes. Like legit prom proposals, rather than like, hey, you want to go to prom? Cool. Sounds good. Let's go. You know, and not even getting to see people prom king and queen or anything like that. Yeah. But it made me feel confident that if we do actually get to see a senior year, if anybody survives to that, that we will, they're saving all of that for a senior prom episode. Oh my shut God. up. You're You're so so shut lame. up. What are you talking Riverdale about? Riverdale
2: after prom over here. Uh, You're not
0: into that? No,
2: I am. But to be like, <laughs> no. guys, don't worry. If you didn't, if you miss some of the prom <laughs> stuff, next year there's <laughs> se- senior prom. You're like a kid in high school who has a shit prom you're like i hope oh, it all right, comes together next year
3: i got another <laughs> shot next year i'll ask i'll ask uh, my date again and hopefully it'll work out better hey
2: once that is should a... we recap our prom because <laughs> <laughs> i feel like it's going to inform a lot yeah. of our takes in this oh, episode no. wait what what proms did you go to i went to junior and senior prom
0: yeah
2: what did you go to,
0: I went to junior prom and senior prom twice senior prom twice <laughs>
2: Let me ask you, Alex. <laughs>
0: yes.
2: How did you go to senior prom twice? Were you uh, already graduated and you got pulled back?
0: Yeah. Okay. I was dating a girl who was a, she was a junior when I was a senior. Great. We went to my senior prom together.
2: The relationship <laughs> kept going for another year.
3: Yeah, we kept going for and another year. And then after the prom, you immediately broke up with her. Well, right? I already got my two proms in. <laughs> oh,
2: man. wow. Wait, you, what Barbara. about you,
3: Pete? What proms did you go to? Wait, real I quick.
2: To... Before you move on to Pete, yeah. so you were at college. Yep. And you, you were talking to your buddies, like, say, Pete and I. And yeah. we, were like, we were like, hey, Alex, what are you? we're fun college guys. What are you doing this weekend? <laughs> go <Going> to prom. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, cool, man. <laughs> cool. Can we come with you?
0: <laughs> yeah, you guys remember. You were there. Yeah, you know. We
2: did go. all go to college.
0: Yeah, together. No, yeah. a prom episode is a rite of passage episode. It's one of those wonderful things about high school shows that uh, big emotions, big things always happen. Shut up, Pete. <laughs> just like the graduation episode, just like getting into college episode all that stuff so I feel like uh, we're gonna get it next year I'm excited about oh it I
2: just hope we get the SAT episode next year oh man can't when wait. Archie can really lock it down
0: <laughs> instead of running out and pounding a mirror yeah All right, let's do a recap for what happened before this prom episode because, as usual, lots of stuff going on. So, speaking of Archie, let's start with that. I think that's the easiest thing to talk about. Yeah. Um, Archie has taken up boxing. He wants to be a professional boxer. He owns a boxing ring called El Royale that has no source of income whatsoever. Well, probably
3: doesn't own it.
0: Well, we'll get into that in a moment. Yeah. Yeah. so he has been working there with a dude named Mad Dog. Also, Fangs of the Southside Serpents goes to that gym. And Veronica has been very, very supportive of his boxing career. A little too even, supportive. Though, even though, yo, Recap Jones... Uh, even though they uh, are not dating anymore. They're just yep. friends.
2: And no one has anything else to say about that. Right.
0: There, is, there was a little bit of a moment in a previous episode that was called out by Fred Andrews, uh, which is uh, Archie's dad. Uh, we should also mention, which plays into the episode, that very unfortunately in the real world, Luke Perry did pass away. Last episode was his last episode, so that is something that they are going to be dealing with this episode, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a moment. Now, Veronica yes. Meanwhile, owns a couple of small businesses in town. She owns Pop Steiner. She also owns Le Bon Nuit, which is the club... (laughs) below Pop Steiner. <laughs> uh, what else did we decide? She owns like a circus that's below that and a couple of other yeah, things It's on like top a
2: seven-story complex of d- different... Uh, <laughs> yeah. She owns the mine from Sabrina. Yeah, the that's hot yoga under
3: place. Underneath. A
2: great yeah. seventh basement hot yoga Yo, studio.
0: Yeah. yeah. So that's what's going on with Veronica. Um, also, uh, well, let's move over to the Betty and Jughead side of things. So Betty has been dealing with a lot of stuff. Betty and Jughead yeah. have been running parallel investigations. Betty mainly focused on the farm which is the creepy cult in the town of Riverdale. It's run by a dude named Edgar Evernever, who we found out last episode is not the father of a young girl named Evelyn Evernever who's going to Riverdale High. He's actually the husband of a 26-year-old named Evelyn Evernever who's been pretending to be a junior for the past 10 years. Uh, Now, uh, the cult also has included Alice Cooper, Polly Cooper, Kevin, Kevin. Fangs, Cheryl, Tony. Anybody
2: who's anybody. Yeah,
0: basically, anybody who's anybody is Not part of Betty. the farm. Not Betty. Oh, yeah? Uh, Betty turned them down the last episode. <clears throat> Excuse me. She ran out of the farm. She got mm-hmm. the heck out of there. Meanwhile, Jughead has been investigating the Gargoyle King, who is an evil stick yeah, monster is. in town who runs a <laughs> role-play game. I, I mean, it's crazy. A uh, role-play <laughs> game called Griffins and Gargoyles that uh, takes place on a board, but also in the real world in of Riverdale, which they called Elder in the show, in mm-hmm. the game. Uh, the Jones family was sucked into that game last episode in order to rescue Jellybean Jones, Jughead's younger sister. Jellybean uh, turns out totally safe the whole time. Ricky, the little dude uh, who was playing the game with her, took her to see the Gargoyle King, but then she was fine, just kind of dropped her at home like a pleasant, nice young man. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, uh, Gladys Jones, their mom, left town forever, or at least for the moment, and F.P. Jones, who is the sheriff of the town, got shot by Bob Tate. Uh, Who else should we talk about? Cheryl and Tony. Now, we mentioned Cheryl and Tony are part of the farm. Um, Cheryl is part of the farm very specifically because she says she has been seeing her dead brother, Jason Blossom. And
2: talking to him. And
0: talking to him and... Tony, her girlfriend, did ask her, did you hug Jason? She kind of deflected that question a little bit. So we don't know exactly what is going on with these dead people. People are seeing Alice Cooper said she saw her son, Charles Smith, who died a very long time ago, even before the show. Um. Oh, the one last bit that you probably should know that's pretty important is back in 1992 there was an organization called the Midnight Club. That was all the parents in town uh, during a breakfast club style detention. They found Gar- Griffins and Gargoyles, started what we think at this point at least is the original Griffins and Gargoyles game. Uh, it led to an event called Ascension Night where everybody was wasted on fizzle rocks, which is candy drugs, and Alice <laughs> Cooper, who was pregnant <laughs> at the time, wandered into the girls' bathroom and found two chalices there This is part of the games of Griffiths and Gargoyles. One chalice has cyanide, the other doesn't. You flip for your fate, you drink one, and either you ascend, which is drink the chalice with poison, or you don't ascend, which is you don't drink the chalice with poison. That led to the death of Principal Featherhead, special guest star Anthony Michael Hall, whose dead body was found the next day. The last bit that you probably should know (laughs) is that Betty's dad is a serial killer named the Black Hood. Hal Cooper uh, has been working with Betty, silence Lamb style, and asked her to transfer him to a better prison. In the the midst of being transferred, as we found out at the very end of the episode, the transport fell over and killed everybody inside. So as we begin the episode this week, Betty thinks her dad Hal is dead, or is he?
2: Interesting. One other nice fact. J- oh, my God. A, that, was very, very, that was a professional well done. recap.
0: Thank you very much.
2: Um, th- th- uh, we're almost out of time for the episode, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, one thing is Kurtz we should probably mention. Oh, sure. Um, who is the... Uh, uh, he's a... Uh, Bad guy
0: He's an acolyte Of the the Gargoyle King King, And And he's been making All the
2: drugs um, And he was caught uh, By a Right
0: And he certainly Seemed to be dead At the end of the last episode As we find out This episode He is dead
2: Yeah (laughs) Confirmed (laughs) Uh, so we pick up at the beginning of the episode with the crime scene of uh, Hal Cooper and a couple other people's
3: death Betty and Veronica driving there together they're the checking it out
2: FP's <laughs> there he was let's just remind everyone that he was caught robbing a local diner last <laughs> week and now he's just the cop again <laughs> right. so well, his arm fine.
0: is hurt his yeah. arm is hurt though yeah, so yeah, he he he's a funny. sheriff
2: who was robbing a diner and right. now he's like know, hey, you're he,
3: a it's Riverdale asshole."
0: Uh, yeah he let himself you go. can say
2: that about literally anything yeah he let himself go everyone's like okay fine he was probably robbing that diner for good it'll
3: be interesting nice time he tries to walk into pops and he's like this is weird remember yeah. when i used
2: to work here a couple <laughs> yeah, seasons and ago? remember
3: when i robbed you and then you shot me with a shotgun yeah yeah remember Pop? when i helped murder jason
0: blossom that was pretty cool too <laughs> i'm the sheriff <laughs> i'm the sheriff still. to be fair he's not a very good sheriff yeah that's a great point oh. to be fair i think we've have. just
2: proved that in a number of ways uh, he's conscripted a boy army to work under him Uh, So it does seem like uh, Hal, uh, everyone's like, Hal's dead, and SB... Clearly not dead.
0: Well, So what they describe, uh, Buddy pushes him. She's like, nope, he used this to escape. This is all part of his plan. And Mm -hmm. FB's like, no, there were six bodies. They were pretty well charred. And he, they're like, no, 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 but come on, but really, he used that to escape, and he's like, no, 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 they don't have their heads, their heads were all chopped off, mm-hmm. and that seems a pretty reasonable thing. Like if there's a transport that crashes, everybody's head falls off, and at
3: least one of them loses a hand. That's a normal thing that happens.
2: Yeah. Betty is still dubious despite all of that
3: evidence. Yes. Well, smartly so because he asked for the transfer, and then this accident happened, so he could free up and then you know go back to being the black hood. Also, when we saw the black hood, he is has a hook for a hand. So you are. But That's all much much later, yeah. my friend.
2: So. Um,
3: it ties into what also, we're talking about. Also, on
2: though. top of that, uh, like two scenes later, Alice sh- shows no sadness about
0: how. Sure. Well, but why uh, would she? To be fair, well, so this is Ben. He's a Rush- Betty rushes into the farm, sees her starting to do a puzzle, which she finishes by the end of the episode. Very cool. I think that's a pretty big clue. I'm just going to throw that out there. Uh, But uh, she says, hey, uh, we got to get you out of here. Hal is free. He's definitely free. They're telling me he's not dead. But this is, of course, all part of his plan. But Alice's whole thing with joining the farm has been letting go of everything. And whatever else you say about the farm, and certainly you could say a lot of stuff about it. Don't
3: you fucking start with this bullshit.
0: No, that what she is there for is trying to walk, work through her trauma.
3: That's it. That's she all seems to say. be over
2: the Hal. Right. The trauma of Hal and what he, the fact that he was the Black Hood did you to her to life. go to
3: a therapist. You don't go to a, some fucked up place where they fucking make you drink. Let cool me ask away. you this. Do, People die and then you put them underwater. And so they cool do. puzzles like that? Like that seemed to be a <laughs> yeah, cool puzzle. Yeah, they do. They have their, there you, is puzzles for therapy.
2: When you go to your therapist, do you get a cool tattoo?
0: Yeah, you she can. does get she gets a sweet infinity tattoo on her wrist. Very cool. What do you think
3: that's about?
2: Uh, clearly, a tie into Infinity War. <laughs> oh yeah, they're
3: very behind. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I mean, what's so like, that ribbon? I mean, Tony Stark was like, we need to kind of like this ribbon. Oh design. yeah, the Mobius strip. Don't yeah.
0: spoil Endgame on our Riverdale podcast. <laughs> Come on, very controversial. That's the uh, uh, I will very say, far away from a spoiler. This is <laughs> this is yes, it is very far away from a spoiler. Uh, I will throw out just in terms of crazy theories with that Infinity symbol because there's definitely like there's a musical sting behind it. Where it's like, oh, you got a tattoo, and she's like, oh yeah, I got this tattoo, and it's like, da da da.
2: Definitely gonna mean something Because later yeah. we see Edgar's uh, matching tattoo Right So
0: The The one thing that I saw In the episode That looked like it And it's not quite exactly right But they have flashbacks To Alice Cooper In her Midnight Club days And she has these Two circular clasps Around her cape because back in the Midnight Club days, they're dressed in medieval garb uh, because they're role-playing, they're cosplaying, uh, and it kind of, kind of looks like an infinity symbol.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: That's it. That was, I, don't, I think it's a yeah. very much a stretch, but given that Alice had that infinity tattoo and she is wearing something vaguely infinity-ish back in the day, I don't know, it jumped out to me.
2: That could be, uh, though, hearing you say that makes me think, what if it, the infinity symbol is a top view of the two chalices?
0: Oh, okay. Uh, so it's sort okay. of the
2: choice between life, death. Blah, well, blah, blah, blah. also
0: jumping very far ahead, uh, we find out that the farm has nothing to do with the Gargoyle King. This episode, they're yeah. totally separate. No, not totally done stuff. with that.
2: Yeah, no connection at all. Yes. Uh, let's keep following uh, Betty's storyline, um, since we've almost already covered the, the whole thing. Betty's at the gun range. Oddly, yeah. Uh, well, she's like, got
3: relief stress somehow, bro. That is. Or is she stressed out? Yeah. Let her squeeze a couple off. She'll feel better. <laughs> that what is you? not how you say that. Also, what are you, a
2: hard-nosed
0: detective from the 1950s? <laughs> You're goddamn right. Oh,
2: uh, cool.
0: Give me a scotch. Uh, cool. well, yeah, I love your two catchphrases. Squeeze <laughs> one off and give me a scotch. <laughs>
2: yeah. You need to get back on the case. <laughs> I do, I do. I go. uh, at the gun range, she gets a call from uh, Dr. Curtle Jr., who is a normal character, a normal human <laughs> in the normal world. <laughs> what yeah. I
0: loved about that phone call is I, I'm... 50 to 75% sure they just called Nicholas Witchell and he started saying that stuff and did that, and then he was like and they were like, Great, thanks for looping the dialogue. And he was like, What dialogue? Yeah. I'm I was just saying that stuff. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, the, the he body is, so, is fine. It's so creepy. Unnecessarily so. I wonder what that means. Oh we'll my god. I just
0: I love it. I love his character. I love the yeah. delivery. I hope there's Nothing about him He's just like Yeah, he's just like a creepy that? guy That yeah. would be awesome uh, Yeah, that's great
2: uh, it, We get The Colonel the says on the call That the hand was It was Hal's hand in the fire So yes. we know that has lost a hand
0: right. right Now to that point And to Pete's point Was that the point Where you're like Oh, hook hand
3: Yep Yeah, that's you know, what 100%. I 100%
0: I was like Please yeah. do the hook hand And yeah. they paid that off oh, Very nicely Very quickly nothing
3: like A great hook hand man. Yeah
0: It's great yeah. I know what you did last summer <laughs>
2: Uh, nice. Good. Uh, let's see. Jumping ahead. Um, then I guess we sort of pick up with Bughead when they're both sort of investigating. Well, I, I
0: think actually we can walk through it if yeah. you want, just because there was so much back and forth this episode. Yeah. Um, or uh, before we get to the Bughead stuff, because that's such a bulk of the episode, do we want to talk through the Archie Veronica stuff? Sure. Because that's a little more straightforward, at least. They get to prom eventually, but they're kind of running their own train this episode.
2: Uh, Archie's mom shows up. Oh, uh, Molly Ringwald. She literally is like, I'm going to be your parent this time. Yes. uh, Which I think is probably a function of them, Luke Perry, um, dying and him not being able to play the parent in the episode. So it was... uh, I think it was... They handled it well. Like, it was... I think
0: so, too. I mean, they had a lot of stuff to do with her introduction, and certainly there's a lot she has to do in the episode. The, The interesting thing to me is they give her the opposite take on boxing that Fred had. Yeah. So... If anything, it almost seems like there was a total rewrite of this episode in terms of bringing her in, and in terms of that plotline, which maybe explains why it is so separate from everything else.
2: And I yes, and I also think that it plays well. I, I, I think does. like it's great. her being sort of. Interested in figuring out what's going on with Archie makes a lot of sense since she also, hasn't been at home, and also then being like, oh, I don't know about this boxing stuff because yeah, it's it's, not, it's violent. But, yeah, yeah, it
3: felt very mom. It felt like such a, a mom move to be like, oh, okay, well, why don't you talk to this recruiter? Uh, it's on a, a show that's very chaotic. Uh, it's nice to have this kind of like family normal thing that kind of keeps things grounded they, a little they bit. They
0: also do a good job of establishing – why she's there, why she's staying there, what's happening without, which is very typical to Riverdale, making it feel like there are any ulterior motives going on. Yeah. Um, It comes through in the performances where she says, listen, I just wanted to see my son. And it's not, I just wanted to see my son. You know, it's literally like, yes, I wanted to see Archie. I'm here. Fred is out in his truck right now. He'll probably be back later. And then by the end of the episode, he's on a trip. And we know he's on a trip. So that's, how they're dealing with it this season. Yeah. Um, I will say, after the initial scene with Mary, where she comes back, we get a quick scene of Archie boxing in his room, and I don't know if you guys noticed this, uh, but on the initial shot you could see in the lower left-hand corner, there's a picture of K.J. Appa and Luke Perry in the frame. Oh, oh, no. Which was very sweet, and it was the way they had it faced. Like, there's no reason for the picture to be facing like that. Like, it's yeah. very clearly facing towards the frame. A so, yeah, it's a little note, but it was a very sweet and sad note. I'm yeah, glad that I'm they did sorry that. I missed that. Yeah, well, go back and, go watch, right it and watch it All There I will.
2: Uh, moving forward, um, Archie's like, hey, um, I'm going to do this boxing thing. Would you just sign this form? Uh, she won't sign. And it's Mm-mm. like, you need to stop doing this.
0: Right. Yes. And he gets the form, we should mention, from Veronica. Yes. Uh, Veronica comes by the gym and is like, your gym's gross. Uh, we got to do something about that. And he's like, I don't have any money. And she says, well, how about I'll enter you in the boxing tournament and I will invest in your gym.
3: Which is crazy because she is completely broke. No, she's not. No. She's doing well. She's doing well. She's, she's doing yeah, doing- but... She is under a ton of debt, owes drug dealers no, money. No, she's not. No, at this point in the continuity of the
0: show, as far as we know, at this point in the episode, yeah. she she's has gotten debt She is flush. She's gotten debt free. The Bondi is doing well. Pops is doing whatever That Pops was a really
3: quick way to get out of a ton of debt. Yeah, she did it. She covered it. It was Reggie. She sold Reggie for soup bones. Remember?
2: Um, <laughs> mm, mantle soup. <laughs> uh, tastes like cars. Uh, yeah she 's totally fine. they were the gambling
0: stuff 's been going so well yeah they figured cool. it out cool she 's doing fine so she 's got lots of money. she still needs to take out a loan uh, to help out. Uh, Pops is a little weird about that mm-hmm. big time weird big time weird about that
2: he 's very later in the episode yeah he 's very concerned about veronica 's investments, mm-hmm. but I mean, we should get into sort of the uh, the gang in the student lounge uh, they 're just sitting there talking about death. Uh, Again, and usual. I know this
0: bothered you guys as well, uh, Jughead is just eating generic spicy tortilla chips. Very upsetting.
2: Yeah, clear. It drove. This has
0: been two episodes in a row. Everybody's been very, very upset about it. The hashtag yeah. not my spicy tortilla chips has been trending on Twitter for the very past week, which is crazy given everything that's been going on with uh, Endgame and Game of Thrones. Yeah. I can't believe it's been the number one trend. That's nuts to me.
3: That, that is but, nuts. But uh,
0: people are very upset, and I wish they would make a fake brand.
3: Wow. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Is this going to be a running thing no that you do?
0: no stetos, or something like that? Right? No
2: stetos. Yeah, yeah. I, it's great to think that that would really change your viewing experience that much.
0: Doritos.
2: Uh, that's Doritos. Like they're spicy. They're spicy. Yeah, yeah they that's got good. a little heat to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Cool, 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 cool. So anyway, Cheryl shows up. Uh, she Classic and her, Cheryl entrance.
2: Uh, she's got, yeah, she's like, shut up, you guys. Here's the news. Yep. <laughs> and she says, I want uh, a Shoni Shopaz, uh prom, prom queen.
0: Yeah. yeah. She says the hashtag on the yeah. show, which is very exciting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she mentions that they're having the fire and ice prom. And there's a very funny reaction afterwards. Uh, where everybody's like, wait, do we
3: still do prom with all the murderers that are they going on here? For- literally yeah.
2: forgot about the prom, <laughs> yes. which that's shocking. Um, Why is
3: that shocking? They've been running for their lives, basically, since the season started. Yeah, I'm not even sure that Archie actually goes to school.
2: Yeah. Yeah, he's there. (laughs) But he literally says later in the episode, like, I'm bad at, I don't do that anymore. Right. So I think they just hang out there.
0: I think so. It's a nice lounge. It's very nice. It's got a snack machine that serves generic spicy tortilla chips. Oh, my God. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I'll take the generic ones, Anyways. please. Uh, they forgot about prom, but instantly, Betty uh, and Jughead pair up. They oh, yeah. That other. was There's a sweet a moment. Very sweet, sweet moment. Yeah. I liked
0: her asking him, him yeah. being uncomfortable about it. it, was, it was cute. And it was he was cute. just like, for you, Betty? No.
3: It's, oh. a so,
2: it's such a shame their breakup is Dude, inevitable. Oh, oh fuck my God. You. <laughs>
3: that proves how strong they are. We'll yeah. see. Ooh. Yeah, we will see. Uh yeah I don't I don't see a breakup coming anytime soon do yep. you you no not
2: not ever happening let me just say the uh, the clues are not there anymore
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it felt like the, we were at, on a trail headed toward nope. where we all wanted to go Barchy Town no, but now we are to in to Bughead Swamp
0: we're oh god okay but we're also in Varchy Swamp if you want to be clear about that because they even cut away from them kissing like you could hear like. <sniffs> Off yeah. screen While Veronica and Archie Are sitting there Awkwardly looking at each other yeah. Which kicks off Their storyline uh, Which is Everybody being like Oh you guys are back together We do it And then being yeah. like No 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 We're just no, friends Just friends be like, yeah, So much okay.
2: so that Archie After he faked the signature To enter the boxing tournament
3: Asks Veronica to the prom As a friend Yeah Well he starts off By just regular asking her And then there's a little Pause on her part And then he's like As a friend Yeah Which yeah.
2: as we all know Is bullshit Wait, what do you mean? Going as friends? Yeah, that's not a real thing. No, I know. You're our prom expert You can go Well, the girl that I went to
0: the first senior prom with, uh, we started dating and then went to the second senior prom.
2: So you went as a friend
0: first? Just as friends. So that's
2: a bullshit. That's a lie. It's bullshit. Absolute bullshit. No, it's
3: not bullshit. You can go with uh, just a friend in prom.
2: How many dates do you go on now as a friend? (laughs) What is that? (laughs) Like you go on a date with as a friend?
3: I've gone to places with just friends. With friends? No, you, yeah. th-
2: no, but you're like, hey, you and me, let's go out, yeah. out as a friend. Yeah. No, but to n- a prom? Pete still goes to prom. Every year. <laughs> Every, Every year. year. Raider Shy, bro.
3: Raider Shy. It. Never miss it. Yeah.
0: I'm just this saying. This guy keeping the corsage industry going. Exactly.
2: The money he's got on corsage. Is, oh, boy. Oh, God.
0: Uh, I, I thought this was very cute. They're also being very unobvious about it. Like everybody is being very unobvious about it, but I feel like everybody knows they're going to get back together to the point where they're having dialogue back and forth about like, Oh, us. I like that. When you say us, but I got to say
2: it's so on the nose that I feel like they're going to not do it. You they're think there's going to totally be a do it. I think they're not going to get back together. Really? And I got to say also in this episode, Veronica does seem resistant. Yeah. So I she's think, all I business. I think she
0: knows that she was just with Reggie. She went through a tumultuous time.
2: They broke up and Reggie has vanished from the show. <laughs> yeah. he is gone.
0: Again, he was made into soup. He'll be back eventually, though.
2: I think uh, it's sad. But sets. Archie
0: also just broke up with Josie. She just left town. They went through all of this stuff. She doesn't want to have to deal with it again. She knows how complicated it is. Have they grown enough? Um, I don't but know. But I, I love think it's the pact
3: that they're making. What? What? The pact that they're making. What, what pack? What pact? The pack to take down their dad. Oh, you are jumping Dude, why are you oh, jumping well, you I'm always that. jumping. I, I, I can't take it. You guys take so long. Jesus. What is the rush? What, where are you going? You're not Jesus going to what? You Christ. got a prom tonight? Yeah. <laughs> How many yeah. proms are you I going got, to tonight? You got a couple proms. Okay,
2: well, yeah. sit down. They're, your dates are going to be there. They're yeah, the in high school. will wait. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, you're going with multiple dates as friends, right?
3: Yep. <laughs> cool. Where Just are you going afterwards? Me and a bunch of friends. Applebee's, of course. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Fancy problem. Killer after, after
2: prom business with
3: Pete LePage. Oh, you're too good for Applebee's? Is that what you're saying? No. Uh, uh, yes, yes or, Actually, yeah, I think, that, <laughs> I think we are, definitely. as people, better than me. <laughs> yeah, people. no Fuck you, man. That brownie Sunday is remarkable. Oh, wow. Oh, God. Gross. Jesus, have you been to an Applebee's recently? Nope.
0: Yeah. you got to go. Uh, <laughs> you have been? Uh, yeah, I have kids. They get very oh, excited. Oh, you were, about not you were excuse. going off No, we went there twice. There are a million other and restaurants. And after the second time, I was like, we are never going here again. And every <laughs> time they ask, and I'm like, no, we will find somewhere else.
2: Uh, let's take a moment. Great, to, great, great for discussion. A, a quick yeah. commercial break. Um, this episode is sponsored by Applebee's. <laughs> um,
0: oh God, that's really awkward.
2: Applebee's. The brownie sundae is the shit. Oh. Is that
0: what
3: she said?
2: No. Oh. Yeah. Uh,
3: Anyways, Veronica Jughead. No, let's no, go. No, 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 no.
2: no. Um, <laughs> so right after that, uh, Evelyn. Hears- I thought.
3: I thought their slogan was Applebee's. It's after prom. Where are you going? <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
2: yeah. Applebee's. Everyone here is old, but
0: Pete. <laughs> uh, scratch out the butt.
2: Yeah. Uh, scratch out the butt. Uh, got you.
0: Uh, Evelyn
2: hears this prom conversation right. and is like, hey, hey, Cheryl, uh, you're a farmy now and um, you don't get to go to the prom.
0: And then Cheryl very rightly shoots back at her, aren't you, like, 30? Yeah. Which is crazy. It, yeah. But also,
2: it's weird yes. how everyone's... She still goes to school? Yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. Why is she allowed to go to school? That's what I'm saying. Everybody's going to she's school 30. 80
3: times. You can't keep going back. Yeah.
0: I... That that is one of the more confusing things to me. Also, Evelyn goes to prom later on, which I guess, based on Pete, is fine. You can go totally whatever. Fine. it's no big deal. Uh, you just have yeah, to be asked. Do just <laughs> the farmies know <laughs> that she
3: is twenty six, and the school doesn't know at this point? But the school does. The woman work was a school person. We're yeah. all right. We're getting distracted here. The important part is Cheryl st- standing up to the farm, which I'm very excited about. But she doesn't stand up to the yeah, farm. she, well, Just to she rush does she a little capitulate. bit. She we, does We can initially. take a little. We can take a little side trip because no,
0: that's clearly what yeah. Mister with the Page wants to do and talk about Cheryl and Tony's. A uh, particular storyline. Oh, yes. So <laughs> got, got, back. got all upset. But yeah. here we go. Reeled it back in uh, like a brownie Sunday at Applebee's. He is back <laughs> on track. Oh, uh, so Cheryl Gross. and Tony pretty uh, upset. Well, Cheryl's pretty upset because she really, really wants to be prom queen. Uh, she tries to convince Edgar Evernever that she can be prom queen. and It'll be a great stage. For the farm. And Edgar says, no, we have no trappings here. Um, We are all free of any errors, of uh, any greatness or anything like that. You need to make a choice. Either the farm or prom queen. And he's pretty dismissive of it. Uh, And, yeah, it also mentions that if there's no farm, you don't get to see Jason anymore. Yeah,
3: that's the main thing. He straight up threatens to take Jason away, which is a bullshit move. Well, we don't
0: even know
2: what that means.
3: Whatever goes on She goes in a room And whether it's an actor That plays him Or they drug <laughs> her Whatever the fuck it is He's threatening To Who take that, that away Do you think it's like Ewan McGregor or something yeah. He's pretty good
2: That's a, He's a great actor yeah. Great at playing A redheaded high school student <laughs> He can do anything I'm Dude. telling you It's Ulan Chick Rouge, it's fucking Chick Who's doing it That would be awesome
0: yeah, well, we'll get to that in a moment. Yeah.
2: Uh, so yeah, let's let's grind through some of the rest of stuff. Um, Wait, hold
0: on, just to finish off the Cheryl's Tony storyline. Uh, so ultimately, uh, Cheryl makes the decision. She decides to stick with the farm. Uh, this ties into Betty and Jughead, which we'll get into a moment. But she has a pretty bummed out moment where she doesn't even care about the prom anymore. Oh yeah, that was yeah. such a uh, But great ultimately, they end up scene. dancing at the prom. It's very sweet. It's very cute. Uh, they talk about how they wish they were up there, and she is bummed about that. But ultimately, as long as she can dance with Tony, she's going to be. Be fine, yeah, uh, that's it's sweet. So it was very nice.
3: That's sweet. sweet,
2: very sweet. That's good. Well,
3: I also liked how Betty was like, before she walked up to Cheryl, was trying to like get her thing together because it's like, all right, Cheryl's really gonna come at me for this, yeah. And then they were like, hey, Cheryl, let's change the prom around so we can do this thing me and Jughead are working on. She's like, fine, whatever, I don't yes, give a shit.
0: yeah. Uh, I, I will say it does complicate how the farm works again to me because. Yeah. Last episode, they were straight up monsters. They were like robots going, join us, join us, join the farm, join us. But they also have regular lives and are doing regular chill things all the time. So I don't know. There's something going on there. Yeah, it's sort of...
2: It, the the farm is is becoming so much of the show and sort of a catch all for all of these very small plots, yet still separate from the Gargoyle King stuff. Right. So it's really interesting. It's hard to tell exactly what, the, what we're driving at with with both of these things.
0: Yeah, we'll see. I, yeah. I'm started to get nervous this episode that the farm is not going to be done at the end of the season and that it's going to be some sort of ongoing thing. Oh, next that season would as well. Suck. I. I still feel pretty confident that they are tied together and they are going to be wrapped up together. Not but a lot of episodes left. I know. There's not a lot of time. Yeah. We'll see what happens. But... All right, so that's Cheryl and Tony. To get back to Archie and Veronica.
2: Yeah, uh, Miss Andrews is pushing Archie to join the Navy. Um, he uh, is like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll have a fight. And then it's, it's prom night. Instead of having two prom dates, Archie has two boxing matches at the same time. Total classic <laughs> Archie problem. Um, he has to also dropped six pounds. Oh, uh, yeah, and the
3: Rocky montage. We get an is that a- legal to do that? What do you mean? I mean, because it was
2: expensive, I bet. Yeah. To do that, I cannot believe they went with a full, just, not even a remake, just the legit Eye of the Tiger with a boxing
0: montage. It's kind of funny also that you are wearing a sweatshirt that says The Great Tiger on it right now. Uh, but there you go. Eye of the tiger. Uh, but yeah, I kind of wanted it to be a Riverdale thing. Like when I heard the notes coming, I was like, "Oh man, what hilarious riff are they going to do? Or are they going to do like you know, it's the hands of the lion or something like that?" <laughs> hands but, of the lion. Or
2: I wanted to have like a, a random musical number with some member of the cast being like, "Hey, I'm here singing this version of this song for some reason." Yeah,
0: but no, it was straight up montage. Yeah. Like Sweepy and
2: Fangs are just grinding on Eye of the Tiger. From but
0: the it was. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. What? Yeah. Like, through, through the song. they're oh, singing. <laughs> The song, Jesus they're Christ. grinding on each other. Do the song. <laughs> All right. do the song. I'd watch that too, I <laughs> guess. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It was a fun montage, though. Like I, I, went through a lot of feelings right at the beginning, where I was like, "Oh man, I can't believe they're finally doing Eyes on the Tiger." Oh my god, I can't believe we're gonna have to watch an Archie, Archie training montage. But it was very well filmed. It was very fun. It was very yeah. well cut together. It was crazy the entire time. They're just like, "Great, I'm just gonna lose six pounds by Friday.
3: Do two boxing matches at a prom." Uh, and of course that doesn't actually work out yeah, for him no, because he yeah, does that's drop the pounds. It's insane to drop 6 pounds that quickly. Crazy. Yeah.
0: Uh, Veronica takes him to the first fight. He hasn't told his mom about it. He loses that first fight, gets the shit kicked out of him, and then Veronica's like you're not going to fight the second fight under no circumstances. Fangs is getting cold to the ring.
3: Oh yeah, the that was hilarious. Like, He's getting excited. cold
0: over yeah.
2: here. Fangs is very funny. Fangs is like um, in a sketch, like a sketch comedy group sketch in the background. He's like, I'm a character too. (laughs) Uh, I like them.
0: I mean, listen, we've talked about this before. I feel like a lot of the fandom's focus on Sweet Pea and Fangs is very weird to me because they're not fleshed out at all. But to me, they're like, they're the Shakespearean clouds. They're always there in the background.
3: They're Rosenkrantz and Guildenstern. Exactly. That does. you're a huge fan of Dorcas. Uh, she is such a background thing. Don't you call me out on Dorcas. And dude. then you're going to be like, well, I don't understand <laughs> no. this fandom around things. Wrong,
0: wrong podcast, first of all. Very triggered. Wrong person. Alex. It's the same goddamn opinion. Dorcas is the hero of Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. All right. Yeah. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Fangs was funny. Archie comes in. (laughs) Veronica's like, oh, he can't fight. Uh, Archie comes in and says, no, I'm fine. Fight. Immediately falls in the ring, trips, falls unconscious because he's so tired. Uh, And (laughs) his mom has a talk with him. And is like, this is
3: not right. You should not be doing this. Uh, This is clearly very dangerous to you. I'm glad Uh, that's the way it happened because I was going to be pissed if it was like, Okay, that he was doing all these things because seriously, it's dangerous uh, doing that kind of stuff.
2: But he is committing to the, the boxing lifestyle. At yeah, the end of that it was
3: weird the way he was like, Listen, I tried music that didn't work out. I was like, Did yeah. you really try? You did like a couple songs and then, like, Yeah,
2: I tried music, I tried football. Yeah, all that's left is boxing.
3: <laughs> I was like, ah, <laughs> That's the only
2: other the career path to be yeah. in Riverdale. Uh, it's funny
0: that he did go through the entire list. I tried music. I tried boxing. I tried being a gang leader. I yeah. tried being a, <laughs> a dealer. Boss.
2: I tried a being murdered. I tried fighting a bear. <laughs> I, tr- I tried being murdered by a bear. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Tried being a journeyman drifter.
2: But, Mom, I started just fucking my teacher. So what do you expect from me? Oh that was my main career yeah. for a whole year.
0: A funny thing about that teacher, she was actually impersonating an old lady. Anyway, <laughs> that's a story for another
2: time. <laughs> anyway, that's me in Riverdale. I'm Archie. Uh,
0: that's my favorite part of any episode that they had with him saying, I'm Archie. Yeah,
2: it's perfect. It really (laughs) makes the show what it
0: is for us, you know.
2: Totally feasible as a way to end an episode. By the way, (laughs) have each character be like, "I'm Veronica." Remember, (laughs) they should do a full recap every episode,
0: or just have everybody introduce themselves to each other. Yeah, (laughs) hey, you're Betty, right? I'm Veronica. Icebreakers. That was, that's and one old, fact. And one fact about it, like, right yeah.
2: I'm Veronica. I just found out that my dad secretly owns my businesses. <laughs> oh,
0: really? I'm Betty. Uh, my father is a serial killer who now has a hook for a head.
3: Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. For sure. he, uh, that would be useful. she was calling him dad, and he didn't seem so, like he hold was on. We, There's a lot of people you can call dad. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. Uh, the internet does it all the
0: time.
2: We cool. do find out that Pop, not good at keeping secrets. Uh, Pop, very active in the last couple episodes. Yeah, it was a I love it. It's weird because the actor who plays Pop is so like, you can tell when he's going to do something, and then yeah. he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pop has a secret. Beads. He says that Hiram, he tells uh, Veronica that Hiram's been lying to her, that he has a fake deed. She gave him a fake deed. Uh, or he gave her a fake deed. Um, she is not happy. Yeah, so and she then does makes
3: the pact. Well, uh, but... Uh,
0: just to clarify, she doesn't own Pop Tates. She doesn't own Le Bon Nuit. She can't take out a loan for El Royale. So all of that potentially is going away. Um, or not, because as you mentioned, Pete, at the prom, they do slow dance together. They talk. Um, she explains the situation, and they decide they're not going to tell Hiram. They're not going to reveal him. Instead, they are going to destroy him and take him down yes. for good this time.
3: It's about fucking time.
0: Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Is it?
3: Are they going to be able to do that, though? They better. What better. What leverage do they have at this yeah,
0: point?
2: Exactly. Hiram has been able to win every time. Right. So, I don't know. And then let's real quickly go through uh, the Jughead stuff. The Jones boys, <laughs> they're on the Gargoyle. But they fi- he finds out from Jellybean that the, the Gargoyle Gargo King, King has a gospel. Yeah. Um,
3: also, he, he's back in action.
2: Uh yeah, the cargo King. Yeah, uh, The Jones boys find the gospel. Mm-hmm. Uh, they Dude, then that
3: creepy bus really freaked me out. Gives stuff in the seats.
2: Oh, man. Yeah. But you go to prom in the school bus, probably. <laughs> uh, I would assume. No. You don't rent a car? <laughs> rent a classic car?
3: Yep.
0: Yeah.
2: What Smart kind train? of car?
3: Did you get a limo ever? Sometimes.
0: Oh. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, great. So anyways, uh,
2: that bus was Do you have a regular
3: me.
0: driver, or is it just like...
3: Oh, different. I should
2: say I
0: drive him to the prom. <laughs> you do? Yeah. In your I limo. Mean,
2: in my... Well, <laughs> I rent a I rent hat limo. That he wears, oh, okay. so It's great. Uh, I don't cool. know, own a limo. Own a limo is like owning a tuxedo.
0: Yeah. How is it... Uh, every time, I'm sure he does this, he just says, uh, you have to say, first time at a limo, Mr. Glafquist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and he's like, <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah,
2: cool. We have a whole shorthand. Yeah. I'm like, another prom, eh, Mr. LePage? <laughs> Anyways. Uh, great. Uh... They, find, they check out Kurt's dead body and find, very hard to miss, the, he has giant back tattoos um, with the uh, prostrate symbols from the dead bodies. It
0: is very interesting to me at this point that we know in the real world that those symbols are TGK for the Gargoyle King, but they don't know that in the show at all.
2: Yeah, and sort of... And that's a fact they could just know.
0: Right. Well, well because we figured it out of the real world, not like just us, but everybody figured it out in the real world pretty easily.
2: And it doesn't, it's not a big clue. It's no. just a clue. They know that the Gargoyle King is doing that. So it's a fine thing for everyone to just be like, that's TGK. Yes. Well, I guess we'll see. Yeah. Maybe we'll we'll find out it does mean something else. Sure. Um Bughead is investigating, as we talked about. Uh, Betty goes right to Edgar and says, You're the Goggle King. Take off your shirt.
0: Classic, first of all, classic Sabrina Spellman move right there walking into the place and convincing shouting at the evil guy to do a thing. Uh, but two, like, straight up the internet being like, hey, Jared Michael Murray, take off your shirt, right? Yeah. That's what you guys want to do, right, Pete? No. And the don't cra- don't <laughs> touch me. Touch don't your shoot. shoulder over don't, here. T- don't and the crazy Pete. thing is... Take off your shirt, Pete. <laughs> oh
3: they find God.
2: something amazing when he takes off his shirt. No tattoos, but... Weird
3: abs. Very weird abs. What are you talking about? (laughs) hip bones.
0: Yeah, he's ripped, but in a very interesting way. Don't shame that guy who is... No. I'm not shaming. It's very nice. I wish I had that body. It's like
2: he's like a lizard man.
0: Oh, yeah, he is. Well, it's very cult leader-esque, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. He does. Yeah, I think it's good. Yeah, but he doesn't have a tattoo. Uh, Now, let's go back to something that was... Unless
3: it's covered up. Sure. it absolutely,
0: like... It would have been pretty funny if Betty was like, now I'm going to rub your back yeah, just like, to see if there's any concealer on there. Let me right? just put some baby oil on this and see if <laughs> anything shows up. up. Yeah. Yeah. Lie down. Yeah. <laughs> oh my, lie down over there. <laughs> oh we're going we're to heat up this oil a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure it's real nice. <laughs> really Can someone that.
2: put on some music?
0: Light a candle.
3: We, our candle budget's crazy. <laughs> uh, we should probably meet me at the sex bunker later. Yeah. So, Now, yeah.
0: I think... It, not it's it's I was I was about to say it's pretty clear but it's as pretty clear as anything else on Riverdale but the clue that they get they go to the tattoo artist and the tattoo artist tells them yeah it was a guy with sandy blonde hair and blue eyes and they're like oh really magnetic personality and he's like yep that's the one and they're like yeah. definitely Edgar whatever those are the three things that describe him and only him uh, but that probably means it's chick right
2: that's what I thought yeah uh-huh. or a White what? Walker. Wait, doesn't
0: her dad also have blue
2: eyes? They don't
3: eyes? have sandy blonde hair. They have white
0: hair.
2: Yeah, sandy. Oh,
3: that's true. Sand can be hey, white. Doesn't her dad also have blue eyes? Sure. But I he was maybe also in prison at the time. You th- right? Are you
2: trying to say the Gargoyle King is Hal Cooper? That would be crazy if he's like, this black hood persona didn't work out.
0: <laughs> I'll add some sticks. Yep. If that... I don't know. I don't even know if that turns out to be what it is. I feel like... That's crazy. I think we talked about this in the last podcast, but my personal crazy theory right now is that Edgar Everdever is not the Gargoyle King. He is actually Charles Smith, uh, Alice and FP's son. Chick is the Gargoyle King, and the two of them have been working together to destroy Riverdale. Let Chick go, man. Chick is definitely coming back. No. I'm more convinced than ever that at the very least Chick is the gargoyle king. No. I
3: mean No, Chick the, has nothing to do with the show anymore. He's gone. The only let thing Let him go. The, let Chick go, man. Do you do you think that wow.
0: <laughs> Are you <laughs> doing it it's not your fault?
3: Yes. He's hunting. Yes. Oh
0: Jesus.
2: Uh, the only thing is why would the gargoyle king get Let Chick go. No
0: enough. Let 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 Chick go, go.
2: Why would the gargoyle king get TGK tattooed on his own back? I
0: don't know. Because he's so true.
2: Uh, um, sublime sir. style. Because uh, I, I, <laughs> oh I agree with you. It did definitely make me think that Chick was the person what? who got the tattoo. But I don't know if he's the goggle. okay. Right. I think he there may, is, I if anything, maybe Chick is going to be the black hood.
0: Betty and Jughead, for all the investigating they're doing this episode, make a lot of logical leaps about almost everything all mm-hmm. the time.
2: I Well, th- across the board this episode, or I guess with Betty and Jughead and the Jones family and all of them. I'm like, what are you guys do? They just are all over the place. Yeah, Betty, who we uh, it was always all about her being one step ahead of the bad guys, is just like,
3: oh, she's in the shooting guns. She's like, what are you doing, dude? She's stressed out, man. Yeah, plus, Dark Betty needs to it.
0: come out soon. I do think that's part of it. Like Edgar Everett and Everett's whole thing seemingly is to break down Betty Cooper and get it to the point where she accepts the farm for whatever reason. Whatever reason he wants Betty. We don't know what that is yet. But that non-stop the stuff that has happened to her this season has been grueling. It has been wearing her down. So from that perspective, I get it. But from the perspective of, oh... Two physical clues. There is literally nobody else in Riverdale who has sandy blonde hair and blue eyes. Yeah. And has a magnetic personality than Edgar Everett ever. If it's not him,
3: who could it possibly be? We have yeah. no other suspects. There's... Could be a, a, a stranger with someone we haven't met yet. I mean, sure, Jesus yeah. Christ. I hope they bring in random characters we haven't met <laughs> <laughs> the bad guys. Yeah, I'm just saying, of you can't saying. say blue eyes uh dynamic person. Oh, I definitely know you I'm don't Dave, know. I'm
2: Dave, I'm the Gargoyle king. Yeah. <laughs> See you next season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun.
3: Yeah. So they get back also, and they're very frustrated. Yes, Pete. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just saying that like Betty is so stressed out right now. Also, where the fuck is she sleeping, man? She's not in her house. She's at the Pembroke. She's staying at the Pembroke with Veronica. I, I'm just saying, like, yeah. she is not she herself.
2: She doesn't have her. Yeah, she's
3: staying at a fancy hotel. Yeah, she's all right. Wow, dude, she. Alex her home up. was taken away from her. Alex right now, like she those. gets
0: to stay at a hotel where people clean up after. Her. It's not. The she's same. lucky.
2: Wow, That's true. She, she is, should be
0: thanking Alex her would, lucky stars for the cargo. Alex would trade
2: places with her in a heartbeat. Oh my god, I would. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, according to the gospel, I do laundry
0: all the time.
2: Yeah, I know you are a real. <laughs> Your right. hands Anyways, are just go on, Please, the uh, <laughs> According to the gospel, Betty needs to be both prom queen and Griffin queen. Mm-hmm. Uh, sort of an odd turn. Um, I right
0: specifically. There's this thing that Jughead finds that says there will be a bacchanal at the Shire, uh, after which the Griffin King will subjugate herself to the Gargoyle King when she is yeah. crowned. Yeah. Uh, so they take that. They're like, again, huge logical leap. Well, of course, that as like the junior prom. This old book must be referring to this thing that's happening tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, but to their credit, because this has worked before, a couple of times this season, they've set up situations where they force the Gargoyle King or his acolytes into doing something because they have to follow their own quest rules. worked. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. And so they decide, OK, what we're going to do is we're going to make Betty Cooper... The prom queen, because she is the griffin queen, uh, and then the gargoyle king will show up. They get together, the pretty poisons and the serpents, uh, in order to guard everything. Now, this is going to be a crazy logical leap that I'll throw out to you guys. I fully admit this is crazy. I've had a cold this week. I'm definitely like brain-addled a little bit here. But there's a thing that Jughead says in this seed to the pretty poisons Peaches, who finally has dialogue this episode, yep. uh, says, how are we going to recognize him? Is he going to be you know, dressed as a giant stick monster? And Jughead's like, no, I don't know about that, but there'll be some sort of signifier, a crown, perhaps, or antlers, I don't know, something like that. But you'll definitely recognize him. Now, there's one person in all of Riverdale in the entire prob who is wearing a crown, and that's Jughead. Yeah which is definitely like that set by alarm bells ringing.
2: Yeah, it was a weird line.
0: Yes. I have... uh, This is definitely jumping ahead, but the uh, events that happen throughout the rest of the episode, there's no way that Jughead obviously could have been the Gargoyle King back in the day, but everything else that happens lines up so that potentially jughead could actually be the gargoyle Yeah king because now.
3: the jug the gargoyle's banging and then all of a sudden it's immediately Well so
0: what happened? let's talk about what happens at the prom, and then we'll come back to this. So at the prom, uh, Jughead and Betty get there. It's they la- change it, to Everyone's fire in and and
2: Gargoyle's yeah. gear. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's actually it's very specifically uh, Labyrinth-themed. The yeah. music from Labyrinth is playing in the background. Very uh, cool. They have masks from Labyrinth. I believe Evelyn was dressed as uh, Jennifer Cotnelly's character yeah. from Labyrinth. Very cute across the board. Uh, and Betty gets a note... Uh, summoning her outside So she tell nobody
2: Come alone So of course she does Yes,
0: go back to Which where it bullshit. all started So she goes outside uh, Jughead kind of notice, doesn't see her leave uh, Then she does get elected prom queen Jughead goes She does up, She does Yeah, she does yeah. get elected yeah. jo- uh, prom queen uh, Nobody gets elected prom king As far as we know uh, yeah. Not important Hey, prom stuff is important, dude yeah. All right? I've it's been to a important. bunch of them It's been important every not time as many as no. Pete Uh-oh, That's true Pete, how many have you been to now? 500? Uh, Yeah. The ultimate prom king. Yeah. Come to the prom king. Prom... (laughs) I don't know where I was going with that. Uh, Anyway, uh, so Betty heads outside. Jughead uh, comes after her. And while she is outside, she goes through the hallway. Everything is locked. She walks down the hallway, ends up in the girl's bathroom, back where her mother went... 20, and we're
2: getting those flashbacks. Yeah, we're getting those flashbacks. I thought was very
0: cool. Yeah, I love that. Loved it. To so the Midnight Club. We see the bathroom. It's exactly the same way it was back in 1992. Uh, covered with Flip for Your Fate. Sure, there's farm subs sides yeah. up. So yeah. it's a little
3: bit different. A little different.
0: But there's chalices there.
3: Betty's like, fuck no, I'm not drinking cyanide from chalices. Goes out. That was awesome. That she was just like, fuck this. That was great. I was so I, I happy. Yes,
0: I don't know. There was a part of me that was like... If you're Don't going play to play the dumb game, if you're Do going not play to play it. the game, if your point is to play the game and discover the gargoyle king, discover the gargoyle no. king. No,
2: she oh. plays along with everything. I was surprised that she didn't.
3: I was so yeah. happy she didn't because that's bullshit. Yeah, so she
0: goes out of the hallway and she sees the gargoyle king there, pulls out her gun, and says, Who are you? Who are you? Tell me who you are. And just as she's about to shoot, the black hook jumps out and it tackles her. Thank you, I've been thinking about that all day. Good. Uh, and tackles her and knocks her down. She's like, Oh, god, dad, you're back, why are you doing this, why are you trying to kill me uh, he chases after legit, I know what you did last summer style down Hallways he, she, There's murdered people all over uh, the
2: place? Murdered people
1: murdered everywhere. I was murdered like, people what the everywhere. fuck
0: is this? Yeah. yeah, it was crazy. This yeah. whole sequence, very tense. was very, very surprised So
3: good, yeah. the way it
0: was filmed. Like, straight-up horror movie.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah, especially with the hook along the wall as he's walking yeah. down the wall. And Betty it. hits him with the hockey stick. Of all the choices, the hockey stick's the dumbest one, Betty. Come and on. And then she runs to hide in the
0: very same closet where Principal Featherhead's oh. body was discovered back in 1992 hides in there. The, she tries to call 911, but before she can, the Black Hood comes, starts banging at the doorway. Then he stops. Then there's a couple of knocks, and Jughead is there. She falls into his waiting arms. Now, to get back to this Jughead thing, again, I fully admit that it's crazy, but just timeline-wise, very specifically, the thing that he read to Betty said after she is prom, uh, after she has announced prom queen, she would subjugate herself To the Gargoyle King. Mm -hmm. Jughead, she is crowned prom queen. Betty is out in the hallway, goes into the bathroom, and then she sees the Gargoyle King after Jughead asked everybody, hey, did you see where Betty went? So potentially, if he is the Gargoyle King... Not enough time. No, there would be enough time because she was in the bathroom to get into that costume. Then she comes out... Gets tackled, chased around by the Black Hood. The Black Hood, bang, 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 moves away, and then Jughead is right there waiting for her, and she falls into his arms, essentially subjugating herself. Mm. So... Again, I realize this is crazy. I don't think that it, there's any way it could be Jughead, but all of this stuff felt very weird to me. So, if
2: you're saying Jughead's a Gargoyle King, yes, then Bughead is definitely going to break up.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> right, first oh, off, Rising. But first off, the last time we had the it's the Gargoyle King, and then it was FP Jones yeah. on the ladder, and that never panned out. The FP is or not the it? Or is FP the Gargoyle King back in the day and Jughead is the
0: Gargoyle King now? Wow, that's crazy.
2: Um, I mean... I do think there has to be some legacy element to the Gargoyle King. Yeah. Um, Because I actually think that Betty going into the same closet where Featherhead was found is going to be something they will follow up on. I feel like there's a clue there that she will find, and that will track back to Uh, unraveling this mystery in the final couple episodes we have here.
3: Also, how many murders in this school before they start putting cameras up and, like, you know, like, stepping up the goddamn... That's a good logistical point. uh, Can I throw out a couple of other things at you that potentially support this Jughead theory? Yeah. Well... Before you get to that, it was driving me crazy that she wasn't trying to text Jughead or anything. Like, the fact that she called 911 and not Jughead, who was in the school with her? Like, I I wasn't No, no, 911 is less numbers. Right, but also, like, (laughs) 911 is going to take longer than the dude who's in the school where you currently are. Uh,
2: 911 is also a service... Police officers and Jughead is just a boy. <laughs> right, he's but just she needed a boyfriend. I don't
0: understand. blame her
2: for doing that. Hey
0: guys, uh, if you're listening to this <laughs> podcast, if you're ever in an emergency situation, don't call your boyfriend or girlfriend. If he's in the
3: other room, call, call whoever's
0: closest to help. <laughs> I guess, except she knew he was in the auditorium and locked in there. Plus, you don't bring your he's cell phone to prom. You, you don't, don't bring your cell phone to prom. Yeah, you leave it outside, so no spoilers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway. Get to your fucking uh, so, I mean, there's a couple of things about the Jughead thing. Uh, first of all, we've been talking a lot about who has the narrative prowess to actually come up with all these crazy things. Nobody really fits that except for Jughead. Like, uh, even if he's writing this crazy novel, we all agree it's a crazy novel. There's nobody else on the show who's like, I like to create stories. He's also ran the Gargoyle Griffins and Gargoyles games a bunch of times. There's also the weird thing earlier in the season where he was approached by the Gargoyle King, yeah. and we never followed up on that. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I that's what I was just thinking of. Now, here's a way to play that out where we don't have to have Jughead be gone from the show. Yeah. Uh, that FP has been the Gargoyle King uh, this whole time and jughead has been playing both sides knowing that he's the gargoyle king and trying to protect his friends from being Uh-oh. murdered by them so okay. he is he is technically the serving the gargoyle king but he's doing it in a way so that he can protect his friends so
0: like as a double
3: agent yeah exactly okay
2: but also he's
0: trying to protect his father as well who's yeah, i
2: guess
3: it would crazy. be bullshit if the junkhead was the goddamn Gargoyle King.
0: It could also be, going back to the whole fight club of it all that we've talked about a bunch of times, uh, a couple of people have pointed out they went to that swimming hole at the beginning of the season, and it seems like there may have been some sort of sign about, like, tainted water. So potentially if there was drug runoff going into that water and they essentially had a psychotic break at some point, maybe that played into the Gargoyle King thing as well. I don't know. Interesting, I, I,
2: but I think then, then every all of the kids would will have had to have had a psychotic break, and obviously, sure, no. Archie becoming a boxer she,
3: that woman's a rock, no. except for her forgetting significant
0: moments from their childhood several times this season,
2: and also she's had a number of seizures, right?
0: <laughs> and she burned down several houses.
3: No, that's normal. Oh, okay. Huh? huh. huh. How do you guys deal with stress? <laughs> <laughs> Same exact way. All right, cool.
0: All right, just to finish up this episode, so uh, that kind of wrecks the prom a little bit. Uh, another logical leap, Betty and Jughead and FP immediately make afterwards. They decide, oh, man, after what's happened, I guess we have two unrelated serial killers in town. Now, Hal Cooper. That was, first of all, definitely Hal Cooper, even though he was trying to kill Betty, which is something he's never tried to do before. And wouldn't do. And wouldn't do. That's definitely Hal Cooper. He's definitely back, has a hook hand now. Also, he's not working with the Gargoyle King. So we have these two things we need to deal with. What a tough thing to do. Uh, and uh, then what At the end and they of the go app- to
2: the farm um, To accuse Well, that- I,
3: I would like to point out There was a real fun moment That like After that insane thing With Betty Running for her life And all the dead bodies Like the next morning It was like Archie talking to his mom Like Man I can't believe All that happened While we were At the dance
0: Yes.
2: And it
3: was just a funny kind of like.
0: Yeah. And uh, just to mention that, uh, Mary says she's going to be staying in town for a while. Mm-hmm. And also that she approves of Archie's boxing if that's the thing she want, he wants to do. And I guess if you want to fight, you know, maybe that's not the worst. Thing yeah. Because
3: you're all these. In a murder town. Yeah. yeah or murder <laughs> yeah. town. Maybe learning to fight will help you in this murder. But town.
2: he's ending on the spectrum of murder when he should be going toward kisses, Ooh. as I always say. Uh, and then we end on with Betty going to the farm and they're like, Betty's mom is like, stay here. And she does.
0: Yeah. Edgar convinces her, in fact. Yeah. And
2: well, she I says think yes. that's
3: part of her plan. I think, think that's so? why she ran in there.
2: So she's joining
3: the farm. No, <laughs> she's going to stay at the farm. Uh, and take it down from within. So what if the, think, why,
2: is, why is the farm... You don't know if the farm's bad or not.
3: Oh, fuck you. The b- farm is bad. Don't give me this bullshit where you guys sit around and say, so let me
0: throw out a theory to you that also I don't think is true. If, if this is Betty Cooper's Uber plan to take down the farm and get inside the farm and make yeah. them trust her, uh, do you think she is working with Hal to do that attack? That, like, they were trying to take care of the Gargoyle King, but she had prearranged with Hal. She was like, okay, attack me. That's going to get the farm to trust me. That's going to put me in a situation where they will accept me, but I won't have to literally drink their farm Kool-Aid.
2: That would be crazy,
0: and I don't know why that would happen. Right. I don't know either.
2: (laughs) But it's, uh, I guess anything is possible. From this
3: episode, it really feels like the Gargoyle King and the Black Hood are working together.
0: Yes. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. that yes. it definitely seems like they're all working together. And if it turns out to be three unrelated plots, that's going to be super weird.
2: <laughs> that would be cool. You're saying the farm also.
0: Yes. The farm, the Gargoyle King. I do hope that it doesn't turn out Hiram is manipulating the whole thing. That would be a bummer.
2: I don't think that. Yeah. Uh, I think the farm and the Gargoyle King are going to be separate. I don't Really? Think, I do still think that. Yes. Huh. Uh, because if, if it's all the farm, then what are we doing? Then what's, I just feel like there's not enough. To me, that's not enough narrative drive to, to finish out the season,
3: but they got to finish both of them, right?
2: Yeah, maybe, but also maybe
3: not. But he takes them all down at once. Maybe.
2: I think, uh, I I don't know. I feel like the farm is going to end up being, uh, a mini boss or something that will then Help them fight the Gargoyle King, and they'll have a big grudge. Betty. So the farm was good. Yeah, you're back to that. I'm back no, to that. That's well, interesting. I don't, I don't know if they're good. They're all what about way the flying good, babies. Asshole. Faction. What about In the fact, flying babies? That's the least bad thing they've done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, I'm on board after our discussion here with Chick is the Black Hood.
3: Oh my god. Oh, you think Chick is Black Hood, not the Gargoyle? King. Why is yes. he? Why does he have a hook for a hand? Because just for
0: fun. I don't know. Have you ever been to a Halloween party store? You could totally get one of those hooks and you just hold it. Also, I don't think the actor has a hook for a head. Yeah. <laughs> Great
2: point. All the actors, as far as we know, have hands.
0: Right. <laughs> have we seen every actor on the show's hands? I don't think Pop so. Pop Tate has his hands underneath the counter a whole lot. Oh. Fangs had his hands in gloves. Probably both hooks. Both hooks. <laughs> oh, <man>. Both hooks. <laughs> <hands.
2: laughs> <laughs> 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 um. So then who's the Gargoyle King?
0: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this show is legitimately melting my brain at yeah. this point.
2: I still hope it's her Hermione. It's Hermione. Yeah. <laughs> I still hope it is. Though yeah. I got to say. Even though she it.
0: hasn't showed up the past couple of episodes. That's yeah. what I'm
2: worried about. She's been a little quiet. I yeah. would want to see her. But let me throw this out. I feel like Gladys could be a Gargoyle King.
3: Or, <laughs> or Kelly Rippo.
2: Sure. Not Kelly Rippo.
0: I think it's going to be Dave, the guy who shows up in the last episode. Mm, yeah, uh,
2: Blond-haired, blue eyes. I'm Dave. I'm the Gargoyle King. Bye. Good up? night. Uh,
0: I was passing through town. Seems like you didn't have a Gargoyle King here. <laughs> Thought I could provide a little service.
2: But that's me. Anyway, stick around because we're going to have a great prom next season.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I Listen, promise you that. This, your prom is? Prom promise. promise. Prom. Uh, this episode only. Who won the, the episode? Pete.
3: <laughs>
0: Betty.
2: They All day. just All day. <laughs> say it like it was coming to you for the first time.
0: Yeah. Right. I also, uh, for those of you not in the room, which is everybody except for us, I just want to mention that Pete kind of like put his hand on the wall and <laughs> yeah. looked behind his a shoulder like bad boy over here.
3: Coquettishly. Real regimental of a nice word. pulling
0: there. something out. Uh, any particular reason Betty this episode or just all day, every day?
3: Well, I just think that Betty's doing a hell of a job with everything that is going on and, you know, holding the whole fucking town together. (laughs) What are you talking about? It's just all resting on her shoulders. She is falling apart. Nobody in this town is competent except for Betty. She's falling apart. Yeah, but she's still holding it together. (laughs) That's (laughs) That's the exact opposite. But that's what's great about Betty. She can do both things at once.
2: Uh, Yeah. Uh, Great. Honestly, I don't know. This is an episode where I feel like everyone is falling apart. Uh, Archie, Veronica, Betty, Jughead, like most of the parents. Like it wasn't. Uh, it was a tough episode. I feel like for everyone, except for uh, Edgar Evernever.
0: Oh yeah, well, he had that nice that, lizard body.
2: Lizard body. You he got. He wins. I think he wins the episode. He well, got Betty to stay at the farm. He um, got Cheryl to not be prom queen. <laughs> It's so all wins for him. This
0: Cla- guy does classic regular adult stuff to do. This guy doesn't lose exactly. Yeah, I, I mean he runs he a fi- farm. He, and he so- finally feels like a Riverdale parent based on the fact that he's fucking with the stuff of high <laughs> school. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm going to choose Doctor Kurtle Jr. This episode. I just love him when he's on screen every single time. Wasn't he wasn't even lives- on
2: screen. Uh, he was. He
0: was the second time. Yeah, oh, the second but time. Right. When he was he's examining Kurt, and so he's like, "Look at these tattoos." Yeah. I love it. I would watch an entire episode of him hosting a horror show or something like that. That would just be a lot of fun. If you would like to support our podcast, patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. at the People's Improv Theater Loft in New York. Come on by. We'll chat with you about Riverdale. Pete, what
3: else do you want to plug? Find us on Facebook so you get to know about the amazing guests we have in our live show. Follow us on
0: Twitter at comic book
2: live and at Riverdale dark.
3: Also at
0: Riverdale after on Instagram. You can check us out at comic book club live.com for this podcast and more. Also, subscribe on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes or your favorite podcast app, and we'll see you after dark.
2: Hey, Mr. LePage, what prom we going to
0: tonight?